When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. Who will be the next Hunt Brothers? I want to offer up three possibilities in this video today. But before we get to that, a quick background on who the Hunt Brothers were in the first place and what do they have to do with the silver market? Now, their full names, Nelson and Bunker Hunt, they were, back in the 1970s, billionaires. A lot of their money had been made um, from, from various oil deals as well as quite a bit of generational wealth. But, but they had a lot of money. They were good businessmen. They were, they were business tycoons. And they were good at, at making deals. Now, what does this have to do with silver? They were into commodities. They, they were smart uh, investors. And they saw an opportunity in the silver market. Not necessarily to corner the silver market for the sake of cornering it and, and making a boatload of money. But rather, they saw the U.S. dollar as being a huge risk going forward. They saw a lot of inflation in the dollar. Uh, remember, this was in the 1970s. And, and they were right. They, they saw the U.S. dollar as not being a good way to, to, to store their wealth. And they saw that other assets, especially something like silver, would likely perform very well in such an inflationary environment. So long story short, they went into the silver market in a big way. They went on the COMEX that, and they bought paper contracts like for, for silver, like so many other people already had. However, what they did differently is that they took physical delivery of that silver, a lot of it. In 1974, something like 55 million ounces. And, and then they sat on that. Physical silver, they took possession of it. They sat on it for a while. And then moving forward, as we got closer and closer to 1980, by the way, this is when the price of silver spiked to around $50 back then. Um, they progressively bought larger and larger amounts of silver. Again, slowly but surely uh, cornering the market. Now, eventually, you know, they bought it with, with stuff like margin debt and, and they borrowed a lot to, to uh, fund this position in silver. Uh, that plus, plus a lot of entities working against them, including things like the Treasury, the COMEX and regulators, et cetera, et cetera. They were forced out of their position. They drove the price of silver way up, but long story short, they were forced out of their position. A lot of their wealth, I'm, I'm talking not just silver, but but a lot of their business wealth in general, they lost. Now, I, I believe later in life, they ended up recovering quite a bit of it, but they, they were unable to, to corner the silver market long term. And so since 1980, I think people have been asking, you know, what if that happened again? It's happened in other commodities markets as well. And I'm, I'm posing that question today. You know, what if the Hunt Brothers, what if there were another pair of Hunt Brothers or another entity group of people similar to the Hunt Brothers that went into the silver market today and essentially cornered it by taking physical possession of a ton of silver. It doesn't have to be through the COMEX, but they have to take a large amount of physical silver uh, in, in delivery. They have to own it in physical. Now, if you want a longer backstory about the Hunt Brothers, there's a link below in the description that you can check out uh, maybe at the end of this video. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the Hunt Brothers story as told by Chris Duane 
from his channel, Truth Never Told. I highly recommend it. In fact, if you head over there, please leave a comment and say Silver Fortune sent you. It's a two-part series, part of his Silver Bullet, Silver Shield series, which I'm a big fan of as well. But he really tells a great story about the Hunt Brothers and and, and how it all played out from, from year to year, month to month. And it's kind of a it's kind of a sad story, but there's some great lessons to be gleaned from it. But I'm not going to go into that whole story today. That's just a quick background on who the Hunt Brothers were. Um, moving on to the main topic of this video, though, who will be the next Hunt Brothers? Who will it be that will corner the silver market? And like I said at the beginning, I want to offer up three possible candidates. Now, number one on this list, I'm sure some of you guys were thinking of this in the first place. Well, I'll, I'll ask this question first if, if, if you guys need some hints who, who I'm going to say. What entity owns more physical silver than any entity, any single entity in the entire world? Yeah, J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the largest banks in the world. J.P. Morgan owns a huge silver position. Officially in the COMEX, it's, it's upwards of 140 million ounces, which I personally think that they have. I, I can't know for sure, but, but those that say that they definitely don't have that, that physical silver, they can't know for sure either. But 140 million ounces on the books, off the books, it could be um, much, much higher. I, I've heard quotes of, of over half a million ounces, but that's a huge hoard. Um, you know, I don't know for sure. I've said this in the past that that's the largest hoard in human history. You know, I'd have to do more research. I don't know if the Hunt brothers exceeded that. I don't think they did, but I've seen quotes of the Hunt brothers owned over 200 million ounces. But I think some of that was actually just paper contracts that they never actually took physical delivery on because they, they were forced out of their position before they could. So, so I think that is still the largest position by non-government entity in, in human history, what, what J.P. Morgan has today. Um, and, and, and certainly I think it's the largest position today. I mean, there are some um, holders of bullion in, in like a custodian accounts that probably own quite a bit of, of silver. Um, custodian accounts, we, we have data on it, that they that they have been building their inventory. Basically, this is when people buy it and ask people to, uh, to, to store it in, in a vault for a fee. But but they don't really own that. And, and you know, J.P. Morgan might be buying some of the silver for their clients. But again, I think they, they still have ownership of it, essentially. Uh, plus this this off the book hoard, which which may or may not exist. I tend to think that there's a good chance it does. But but um, long story short, J.P. J. Morgan has a lot of silver, and and I think naturally that leads people to think that they could be the next Hunt Brothers. And you know, there's I guess there's some truth to that in the sense that J.P. Morgan and their massive hoard of silver, they absolutely stand to benefit from the price of silver going up. They absolutely do. And in long term, I think that's what they plan to do. They have a long position in silver. It's called physical silver. Sure, they, they have shorts. They have longs. I think they make a lot of money just by by, by selling volatility in the silver market in, in, during many months. But they do have a long position in their physical hoard, both on the books and potentially off the books. So, so they definitely check that box off the list. However, are they looking to corner the silver market right now? I tend to say no. And the reason being, they've been buying silver for, you know, since 2012. So about six years now, okay? They've bought $140 million on the, off the on the books, potentially more off the books. And what has the price of silver done in that time? It's gone down, okay? To add to that, you know, the Hunt Brothers, like I said, they were against this whole paper 
I guess, paradigm, to, to use a Chris Twain expression, this whole paper paradigm, they, long, I mean, eventually they, they were forced out of their position by, um, by the COMEX, by the Treasury, by, by regulators who were used to this paper system. They, they did something totally unexpected, and they took physical delivery of their metals. Not that J.P. Morgan isn't, but J.P. Morgan is part of the paper problem today. They're part of this management scheme of the price of silver manipulation. That's another term for it. Manipulation. J.P. Morgan is part of the manipulation through paper, right? And and so they've been accumulating all this silver, but you haven't really seen the price of silver react to that as you would expect. Now, that could change. That could absolutely change. J.P. Morgan could, could all of a sudden flip the switch in terms of manipulation. Um, it wouldn't be as easy as that, but, but they could start to allow it to rise. They, they could start... They could stop smashing the price of silver down whenever it had a decent rally, and maybe they could go long on silver uh, with, through through paper contracts and 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 really build some momentum in the silver market. And then they could um, they they could actually earn quite a bit of a profit off of their their physical uh, long position. Yeah, I think that's a possibility. But right now, that's not what's happening. Um, and and you know because they're they're part of the Comex. And because of their, they're part of this paper paradigm, I just don't see them as hunt brothers. I, I think they, they're definitely looking to, to force the price of silver up one day. They're definitely accumulating a ton of silver, right? But no, I don't think they, I would consider them the, the, the next hunt brothers. Now, the next possibility on this list is another billionaire or pair of billionaires or group of millionaires billionaires that got together and decided they want to corner the silver market now there's a lot of billionaires in the world today so so this could be mark zuckerberg this could be jeff bezos i, I highly doubt it um I, I doubt that it's going to be somebody that many of us have, have i guess heard of as as you know mark zuckerberg jeff bezos bill gates those types of people they they're they're known the world over, um, but I, I expect it to be somebody that has made a lot of money, uh, not not from some crazy successful tech business, but but somebody that knows commodities, somebody that knows um, whether it's oil, like the Hunt brothers, somebody that uh, is is a savvy businessman and has a lot of money. Uh, no, I don't think Donald Trump's going to do it either once he gets out of office. No, but but I think there's there's potential for this to happen. That person could be out there. And, you know, it won't take a ton of, of money, I don't think, to move the silver market. I estimate that in terms of above ground investable silver, I'm talking coins and bars, the upper range for, for the possibility of how much is out there is maybe 10 billion ounces, which is a lot of money. You know, 10 billion, multiply that by, by the current price of, uh, we'll round up to $15, that's it's $150 billion. Okay, that's a lot of money, and, and I don't think there's many billionaires out there that, that could swing that much, even if they, they took out a, a huge amount of debt. No, but that doesn't mean you have to buy the entire amount of above-ground silver just to move the silver market. It could be as little as, I don't know, I'll throw a number out there, $1 billion, right? $1 billion, would that be enough to uh, move the silver market? I mean, if, if you, again, divide that by, by the current price of silver, that's 60, you know, upwards of 66 million ounces of silver. Would that be enough to move the silver market? If you bought it in a short enough amount of time, potentially, you know, you might need more than that. You might need 5 billion, right? 
um, you know, five billion. See here, I'm, I'm just doing a bit of math here. Um, that would be over 300 million ounces. Okay, that's be about a third of, of the yearly supply. Uh, if you took that much uh, off the market in maybe a six month or 12 month period, yeah, you're, you're going to cause some serious um, mayhem in, in the market, right? You're going to be soaking up all that supply and, and demand from, you know, other sources other than this this one entity is, is largely going to remain the same. And you're going to see the price go up. And, and then, you know, like back in the 70s in 1980, you're going to see other big money get into it as well, speculators uh, going long silver because of, of, well, the price going up and because of this, you know, one entity Corning the silver market. Now, there are some problems with this. First of all, who is this person? Who would do that in the silver market? It's a little bit unclear. It could happen, but but I don't see anybody actively talking about doing it right now. Um, the other problem with this is is a problem that you kind of had with, with the Hunt brothers is that their wealth, this corner of the silver market, it was concentrated between two brothers plus plus i think a third brother that 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 came in as well in a small position later on but 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 essentially two people that makes them very easy targets by the the powers that be the the regulators by by the government it's easy to say that's manipulation they're trying to corner the price of silver they're trying or sorry corner the, the the silver market and drive up the price of silver and it's easy to use different tools to force them out of their position like what they did to the Hunt brothers. So if somebody came into the market today and said, hey, I'm going to buy uh, $15 billion worth with of, of silver or $10 billion or whatever, um, they they very well could be forced out of their silver position. They would receive quite a public backlash because all of a sudden people would be saying, hey, why is my iPhone uh, you know, another $100 or something like that because the price of silver is so high? Um, the, the U.S. government would be saying, you know, like, the, the silver being low is is in best interest of, of national security or something like that. So the, that's one of the problems. Now, now there are some pros to it being just two people or one person or, or even 10 people. Um, it's easy to remain in a silver position and not worry about what everybody else is going to do. Do you see what I'm saying? If you have 100 people doing this, let's say 100 people made a pact to each buy... I don't know, 10 million ounces. There's a bunch of millionaires that, that went out and did this, or billionaires, okay? 100 people, or yeah, so let's say 100 people, and bought 10 million ounces each. Um, each of those people would be worried that the next person is going to sell pretty soon here. Because, and you know, as the price is going up, uh, they'd be more and more li- likely to sell because they're making a profit, and, and they want to sell before the other people sell, because as soon as all of this, this physical supply comes back into the market, the price um, could be heading back down. So, you know, there, 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 there's some pros to, to just having a few people cornering the silver market. But again, it also makes them an easy target. Now, the third possibility kind of relates to what I was just talking about, 100 people there. But, but rather than like 100 people, I'm talking about millions, tens of millions of people moving into the silver market. And this is this is the group of people that I think I tend to think will be the next uh, Hunt brothers, or, or by another term I, I've heard them called I think by by SGT report the modern day Hunt brothers. I'm talking about you and me, average investors. Now this can take a lot of different shapes and forms. It can be people buying silver and having it stored in custodian vaults. That might be very popular for very 
for, for people on the wealthier side of things, people are buying that uh, tens of or hundreds of thousands of ounces. Okay. There's those people, but then just people like us, people that are buying silver, people in, in, in places like India, right? India, silver is very popular as an investment in India. People in India, uh, millions, tens of millions, uh, hundreds of millions maybe in India buying physical silver and, and storing it and, and just holding on to it, right? I think that's going to be the next Hunt Brothers, people like you and I cornering the silver market. Now there are, I mean, again, going back to what I said earlier, there are some issues with this. We could all buy a bunch of silver at $15 an ounce, and by the time it gets up to 25 people start selling already. But, you know, I think a lot of us understand that, that the real value of silver is, is, is far, far higher than what it is right now, that it, it should be much, much higher, that it certainly has the potential to go much, much higher than $25, $30, that it could surpass $50, it could surpass $100. I think a lot of us would be willing to, to hold on for, for the long haul. I guess I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for for tens or hundreds of millions of people that could be moving into the silver market and, and being part of of this more or less cornering of of the physical silver market. But but honestly, this is going to be what it is that that I think uh, helps to drive up silver over the long term. It's going to be people that that are you know people like you and I, just average people buying ten ounces, a hundred ounces, you know, two hundred ounces, not not thousands. Not millions of ounces, but but a relatively small amount. But it's gonna be millions of people doing it. You know, I think it was uh, it was over on, on on my Patreon. You know, somebody commented. I think they said there's 125 million adults, and we'll just use this for for simplicity. 125 million adults right now in the United States. Uh, what happens if one percent of them? And, and that number, that maybe as like working adults, working age, you know, between 18 and and. 60 or something like that. But 125 adults, we'll just use that number. What happens if 1% of them move into silver and over a one-year span buys 100 ounces, right? That's 125 million ounces of silver being being soaked up, right? Um, that's in addition to, to the current amount that's already been bought by, by other investors here in the United States, by other investors in Europe, um, India, and, and elsewhere in the world. Would that be enough to, to move the price of silver? I think so. You know, I think that a lot of the price action back in 2011, as much as it was, unfortunately, manipulation up to, to, to the upside by some of these same bullion banks that, that now manipulate it to the downside, I think that there was a physical element to it as well, right? Because of how much, uh, how many individuals went into the silver market after the Great Recession because they were worried about their 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 stocks about about um, about cash. They're worried about what the Fed was doing, what the economy was doing, about people losing their jobs, their houses, etc. And they wanted a safe haven asset. They realized this this is an asset they had been sorely lacking in their portfolio in in their their long term plans. And so they went into the silver market. Um, I think such a such a possibility is or such a such a situation is is very much a possibility when we have another crash in the future, right? Uh, again, be as little as 1 million people, 2 million people here in the United States moving into the silver market in a big way. And, and you're going to have people buying 10 ounces or 20 ounces. You're going to have another person buying 1,000 ounces, right? 10,000 10, ounces. Um, but but I think that that is who's going to be the next Hunt Brothers. It's, it's going to be people like you and I moving into the silver market and, and soaking up that, that physical uh, supply coming onto the market and, and 
essentially, you know, saying to the paper markets, you know, you can't control this indefinitely through paper contracts. You can't, right? If there's enough demand, it doesn't matter if there's all the paper contracts in the world. The real price of silver is going to go up. Sure, maybe the paper price can stay down, but the real price of silver is going to go up because because for, for us that want physical silver, for companies that use physical silver in, in their electronics and their solar panels, their cars, or, or various other uses, they need the physical form, obviously. They can't just use a paper or a digital contract. Um, and, and, you know, long story short, I think it's going to be us, you know, the modern day Hunt brothers, silver investors that number in the tens of millions, perhaps hundreds of millions worldwide that will help break the hold of, of the paper markets or yeah, no, the COMEX and paper markets on silver and, and really lead to a transition where, where the physical market is, is king. Hopefully for good. There's gonna be efforts by, by banks, by by the powers that be to 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 stop that from happening. But but that's what I'm hoping and, and that's kind of what I see going forward. Now this this reality that I'm discussing is a far cry from where we're at right now in terms of investment demand for silver. Silver demand has been down thus far in 2018. 2017 wasn't a great year. I'm talking mostly here in the United States, but but um, people in India and and in Asia and many other uh, worldwide countries, they continue to buy a lot of silver. And, and furthermore, you know, I think, you know, right now for us, those of us that are already in on this secret or already in on this this plan to to buy a bunch of silver and and and, and uh, use it to to preserve our wealth and and potentially you know corner the silver market along the way. Um, we're we're buying it at pretty low prices. I think it's it's a pretty good deal. Personally speaking, make these own decisions for yourself. But but where it's at right now under fifteen dollars, this is a steal. It's a deal, considering how high it will be in the future. But you know, eventually there's going to be an event or a series of events. You you can pick out something like an emerging market crisis. That'd be enough for for a lot of these emerging markets and consumers and investors over there, um, to to realize that they need a hedge. They need some sort of an asset to to protect their wealth because their their current currency, whether it's the lira or the real or something like that, is is plunging and and their portfolio is is plunging and they need some sort of a hedge. Well, silver and gold, they've been doing pretty well in some of these emerging markets as their currency has has dropped. Sure, that that could be part of it, right? Investors in places like India, to a greater extent than what they're already doing, or investors in Turkey. Or in Brazil or something like that, buying into to silver, buying into gold, but eventually it's it's got to move to to some of these larger markets like Europe and the United States. And then there's going to be people just like in 2008, seeing their stock market portfolio, their stock portfolio drop by 50 percent, right? There's going to be those people who've seen their 401ks, their IRAs um, drop by by again 50 percent. Their pensions uh, teetering on on the brink of insolvency, right? Their, their cash savings being inflated away by, by the U.S. government and by the Federal Reserve. Those people, just like in 2008, are likely going to look for a hedge. They're going to look for something that will, will help them weather the storm. And they're going to turn to assets like silver and gold. And I think we're going to see them turn to silver perhaps in, a larger, in, in larger numbers than we did back in 2008, which was a huge move into silver by, by private, individual, average investors, stackers, right, like you and I. I think it's going to be even bigger next time partly just because I think the crash is going to be even worse next time and, and the ensuing currency destruction is going to be even worse. But that's what we have to wait for, perhaps, before we see a physical market really take over. 
or, or really make an impact and, and, and uh, loosen the grip of, of the paper market on, on the price of silver. Um, but, but until then, I mean, for us, it's, it's, it's stack on, accumulate while prices are low and, and, uh, you know, stack at your own pace. Don't, don't feel like this is a super urgent, right? It might be, it might not be. I don't know. Is it, is it, is this something that's months away or is it still a year or two away? I don't know for sure. Certainly don't, don't be like the Hunt brothers and, and take out a massive amount of debt and to buy silver and, and then be forced out of the position in a year or two. I think tons of people have made that mistake in the last 10 years. Um, pace yourself for sure, but but understand that that uh, the fireworks will come, right? Silver and gold may be performing poorly thus far in 2018, um, but but there will be fireworks in the silver market sooner or later, and I think a big part of that is going to be investment demand driving up the the price. A lot of investors realizing that they need a hedge, they need a physical asset, and the paper assets are not all that they're cracked up to be. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts this video down below in the comment section. Um, are, are, are you part of this corner of the silver market? Are you, are you um, part of this Hunt Brothers revolution? Uh, let me know down below in the comment section. You know, As always, as I list down below in the description of this video, um, none of this should be taken as, as official investment advice or anything like that. Um, this is just merely my own commentary, my own opinion. Make these decisions for yourself or you know, ask a certified financial planner. I don't know what they have to say about buying a bunch of physical silver. Maybe they'll be on board with it or not. But, but make these decisions for yourselves. You guys are likely mostly adults, maybe some, some, um, some teens in here as well. But, but uh, this is just merely my own commentary, my own analysis. So Again, I'd love to hear your comments. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.